here and welcome to the Standing O Podcast. I have a story for you today. See, I started the Standing O Podcast because I knew so many girls out there that are just playing these stories in their heads. They're questioning if they're good enough, if people care enough, or what do they have to do to earn attention, to earn love, to earn admiration. And so many girls, too many girls, are struggling in silence because no one is telling these stories aloud. Until now, here on the Standing O Podcast, we are having those conversations so you never feel alone, so you can grow your courage and stand in your own confidence. Today is our second episode of Storytime here on the Standing O Podcast, our first was Brooklyn shot and that was episode number five. Today it's a little bit of a cautionary tale, but an important one. One I hope makes you think, makes you dig deep and reconnect with your purpose and the why in which you play. No matter the stage of the game that you're in, I think you'll see yourself in Melody. As you listen, I want you to ponder the question, why do I play? So here it is. Here is Melody, the MVP, written by me, Coach D, and read again by the very talented Elizabeth McBride. At 22, Melody stands in the doorway of her childhood bedroom. Serena and Kobe, her heroes, still life-size on the walls. Underneath the window, her black and white checkered bedspread tightly tucked with Wrigley, her favorite stuffed pal, sits almost lonely atop her pillows. It looks just as she remembers. On display, front and center for Melody to see are all her trophies, medals, MVP plaques, and even her blue ribbons from elementary school field day pinned on the bulletin board. Picture boxes of action shots taken from the local papers and memorabilia of home run balls and tournament passes. This is her childhood, framed and mounted on a shelf. Melody was just five when she won her first trophy. It was a participation trophy because the adults didn't officially keep score. But she did. She knew that she ran the bases three times and her team won by seven. When all the other girls threw their trophies in the trunk of their parents' minivans, Melody held tight to hers. Her parents suggested ice cream after the game. She said no to ice cream, opting instead to race home and put her trophy on the family mantle. This way, everyone could see she was a winner. Newcomer of the year, that plaque sits adorned on the top shelf. Melody was the first freshman to play on the varsity team. When that season started, she heard whispers of the other girls, upset that she was taking the spot of older girls. But Melody knew how to get them to like her. Winning. 
As soon as she threw her first no-hitter, she didn't worry about the other girls anymore. They liked her. They had to. She'd earned it. Close by sits an encased softball. Her storied no-hitter she threw against their team's biggest rival. Her coach had her sign and date it. He said to keep it as a token of a great memory. But for Melody, it was a badge of honor. Something that she could display that no one else had. More proof that she was good. No. That she was the best. Framed in her school colors is a picture of her with her parents and coach on signing day. The whole school and local news came to watch her sign a piece of paper and commit to play at a Division I school on a full-ride scholarship. No one in her school had ever earned a full ride to this school before, but Melody had. It was framed before she even got home from practice that day. On another shelf sits her hardware from college. It's not as full as the other shelves, mainly because they just don't give away medals and trophies in college like they do when you're younger. But her mom has kept a few things she knew mattered to Melody, like her All-American certificate, which is nicely matted in gold, and a few other game balls and plaques from her team banquets. Melody subconsciously takes her fingers and plays with the ring on her hand. It's the conference championship ring her team finally won last season. It's all here. Her childhood, all her hard work, her dedication. Her dreams fill the shelves for everyone to see. Yet, she's the only one who sees them. She walks into her room to take a closer look. Melody runs her hands along the edges and picks up dust that's been collecting in her absence. Picking up a few of the trophies, she notices how light they are, how flimsy. Just plastic, screws, and glue, she thinks. The complete opposite of how they felt when she was a kid. She remembered them shiny, sturdy, even bigger and grander than they seem now. What an illusion, she thinks. Melody's eye catches on a photograph of her Little League team out for ice cream. The girls have their hats backwards, their braids held by handmade ribbon scrunchies, and their cleats replaced by slip-on sandals. All the girls are holding ice cream and laughing, except Melody. She's sitting empty-handed. She remembers now. She said no to ice cream because why would you celebrate when you didn't win? Her parents made her go anyway. Her parents. Melody notices her mom framed a picture of her with them at a college game. Melody thinks of the hundreds of miles they would drive just to see her play. She laughs a little, thinking about the notorious tornado her mom drove through 
just to get her to a pitching summer camp. Melody takes a step back and takes it all in. Her childhood, her everything. And now, at 22, the shelves that once validated her proved to her that she was good enough and worthy enough. They're full. Full and collecting dust. Looking around her room once more, her life on a shelf, Melody suddenly sees it differently. And she wonders, what does she really have to show for it all? What does she have to show for it all? Melody is a fictional character. She's a character I created. Yet, her experience of re-examining her trophies, of seeing this thing she once yearned and worked so hard for, something that she felt validated her very presence, just to see it glue and flimsy plastic. That is a true life experience. Now, I don't ever want to write off accomplishment. I think there is so much pride to be found in achieving anything, in achieving your goals and your dreams and working harder to better yourself. I don't think we should ever downplay accomplishment or not be proud of it. But there's that fine line, isn't there, between mistaking our identity in what we do and what we achieve rather than in who we actually are, in what brings us joy. Mary Lou Retton, she was the 1984 Olympic champion U.S. gymnast, and she is famous for saying, a trophy carries dust, yet memories last forever. In the world of athletics, we are so wired to win, to compete, to achieve our very best. Yet, we have to be careful that we don't mistake the outcome for who we are. There's this documentary um, on HBO featuring Michael Phelps and several other Olympic competitors, Olympic champions, and it's called The Weight of Gold. And in it, Michael Phelps says, if your whole life was about building up to one race, one performance, or one event, how does that sustain everything that comes afterwards? Eventually, for me at least, there was one question that hit me like a ton of bricks. Who was I outside of the swimming pool? What a powerful question. Is it a question you've ever asked yourself? Who am I outside of what I do? I encourage you to re-listen to this story, to re-listen to Melody the MVP. And I want you to see yourself. Like I said in the beginning of this episode, no matter of the stage of the game that you're in, We can do this. We can mistake our achievements and put too much weight on that than the process. I want you to reflect, who am I and why am I playing? And then head over to She Plays Now for reflection and conversation questions that go along with this episode. Have the conversation, get the story out of your head and find your why and play you. Thanks for listening to the Standing O podcast. 
If you'd love more stories and episodes like this, please leave a review and let us know. Thanks for subscribing, for sharing, and for tuning in. Until next time, this is Coach D, and I'm cheering you on.